Newport Beach, The Pool House, Captain Oates, Chino, Ew, I'm Michelle, I'm Liz, and I'm Ingrid, and we're Let's Let's Talk Talk OC. We're the ladies that brought you Tree Hill Talk, and now we are on the West Coast talking about the early 2000s teen drama, The OC. Join us every Monday as we watch and review each episode. We hope you can join us. Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. This is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and then try to break them down for you scene by scene. Yep. Uh, You can check us out on social media. Uh, Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. Um, So... We've got a little bit of house cleaning, house, you know. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. So you guys are probably wondering, okay, I thought they were going to do the Breakfast Club. Uh, why are we, you know, listening about Ferris Bueller instead? Yeah, it didn't work out yeah. quite like we thought it would. Right. I mean, so we actually, we watched the movie, took the notes, all that kind of stuff, sat down to record it. And as we were trying to do it, it just wasn't going to work out. Um, mostly because that movie is for the most part just in one, um, it's like almost like one continuous scene. And so it's mostly dialogue, um, driven. And so it it was just too hard for us to try and recap everything. So we decided, you know, well, how about we just change it? And, uh, this is why we ended up doing Ferris Bueller instead. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess, you know, since you've got the synopsis, you can let us know what Ferris Bueller is about. All right. Here we go. Straight from IMDb. Ah, yes. That's my friend. Yes. (laughs) One fake sick day sends a high school senior, Ferris Bueller, his girlfriend Sloane, and his best friend friend Cameron, (laughs) that's a different kind of friend, on the adventure (laughs) of their young lives as they ditch school and take off on a raucous journey through Chicago and as they try to stay one step ahead of their principal and Ferris's sister. All right, well, I guess uh, we could just jump right on into it. Yep. Um, so the first scene that we open up with is um, the view of a very big freaking house to start <laughs> off with. And you hear a man say Ferris over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you see, you know, this high school kid laying in bed and the parents are talking about how basically how sick he is. Yeah. And um like the mom is pointing out like, "Oh, you know, feel his hands, they're all cold and clammy." And he's pulling the whole, "Oh, you know, I have to go to school, you know, I have a test today." And the parents are, you know, saying like, "Well, you're sick, so just, you know, just lay back or whatever. Yeah, I like the sister in the background. Yeah, the sister's but, like me. Oh yeah, I'd be I'd be standing there the same as she. Right. Like, why Why does he's over here about to get away with uh, staying home from stick? Like you guys know he's not sick. He's obviously faking. Well, and that's just it. Like she said, she's like, you know, if I was bleeding for my eyeballs, you'd still make me go. This exactly is what she tells him, and so you know. He, behind the parents, is basically, you know, giving her, like, you know, like, whispers of, you know, like, don't say anything. Yeah, you basically know. shut up. Basically shut up, right. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I liked it, too, because she's like, bite the big one, Junior. <laughs> and the parents are like, you know, thank you, you know, you can go, kind of thing. 
Because, I mean, that's what brothers and sister, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. siblings yeah. and stuff like that. And like you said, like, as the movie progresses, it's like, okay, I can totally see why the sister would hate Ferris. Oh, for sure. You know, so that's kind of... He's kind of spoiled. Oh, for sure. I mean, well, they both kind of are. Well, yeah, that's true. But... Gee, looking at this house, it looks like the dad must work at the same whatever (laughs) as Kevin Malone's dad works at. Kevin McAllister? McAllister. Kevin Malone. McAllister. Potato, potato. (laughs) But it's it's a massive mansion. Right. It's like I'm beginning to see like how, like we were watching like 90 Day Fiance and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> we're into junk TV. We are. I'm beginning to see why some many people overseas get this Idea misconception that, that Americans are just all super wealthy. Right. Like all of our movies, it's like That's even true. people are supposed to be like lower middle class are living in Mm -hmm. these sprawling looking mansions right (laughs) well and that's just it like they never really say what his dad does his mom is a real estate agent yeah and Um, he's he's a businessman of some he's some sort of businessman because we'll get to it later but he's trying to work out some sort of right deal um, advertising deal with Mm -hmm. some guys or whatever later on in the film yeah so they they do they they deal in some sort of business fashion i don't know so the parents, you know, he's buttering them up by saying, oh, you know, I have really do have the best parents. Yeah. And you're both, you know, so wonderful and yeah. great and blah, blah, blah. And that's when, you know, that's whenever they tell him like, yeah, you, you know, just stay home. Yeah. Type of stay thing. home. Um, get some know, rest. Get we'll, some rest. Yeah. We'll call and we'll come by and we'll check up on you throughout the day. Right. And so, as soon as they go to leave, the first thing he says is, they bought it. Yeah. And then... uh, It's his famous monologue. Well, pretty much, yeah. Like, well, like he was saying, you know, he opens up, you know, the blinds and everything. Yeah. He's like, how could I go to school on a perfect day like this? And, you know, they show the sky. There's, like, not a cloud in the sky. Yep. You know, and he's explaining, you know, that he he kind of has to make this one count because he's already been sit, you know, he's already been out like eight times already this semester. And so there's only so many times he can do it. Yeah. And so, you know, he's got to make this one, you know, count. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, he's not going to graduate. Right. Because this is his senior year. Yeah. It's his senior year. And then he'll so. have to spend another year at school mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um i like this part though because he he tries to explain to everybody how to fake being sick yeah 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 the first uh first step is to lick your yeah the clammy yeah. palms yep lick your palms he's like it's a little childish and stupid but then again so is high school <laughs> yeah i could only imagine yeah right and then he talks about how, you know, faking, like, a fever is probably going to get you sent, you know, to the doctor's office, which is worse than school. Exactly. Um, so he, he's trying to give everybody the so-called do's and don'ts yeah. of, you know, faking sick. Yep. And so, meanwhile, I, I don't know if you noticed, while he's talking, he's getting that trophy thing ready so that he can rig up that mannequin thing. Yeah, that, he's kind of getting his Rube Goldberg machine going there. Yeah. It's kind of a simple... There, there are some more complex ones out there, but right. he kind of rigs up this sort of simple-looking little Rube Goldberg machine with string and his trophies yeah. and, and a mannequin and stuff. Right. And it's all attached to the door yeah. that activates it all. Yep. And we'll talk about that, you know, again, like, later yeah. and stuff. 
And this is whenever he, you know, he talks about, you know, life moves pretty fast, you know. Um, basically, you know, if you don't stop and look around uh, for a while, you're going to miss it. Exactly. And that, that also comes up later. Yeah. And then he gets into the shower. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I like how in the shower he's, you know, talking about how he he doesn't have a car. He, he's yeah. complaining, like, well, I don't have a car, so I have to bum rides off of friends and mm-hmm. stuff. and. You know, he's kind of leading up to calling his right. friend Cameron or whatever, who does have a car. Right. And my first thought is, but you just, you have this expensive looking synthesizer and yeah. keyboard mixing all sort of stuff in your room. Oh, yeah. He's got a ton of shit yeah. in his room, for sure. Sell that and buy a car. Yeah, true. <laughs> and so we, I believe after that, we actually flash forward to school. Yeah. The first scene is... Uh, Ben Stein is teaching uh, economics. Yeah, economics. Ferris's first class of the day. Right. And he's doing roll call and, you know, he gets to Bueller. And this is <laughs> this is like a famous part of this movie where oh, he yes. just says Bueller, <laughs> Bueller. I like he says ben Stein. it like six yeah. or seven times. Which anytime I was in school, if somebody was absent, if after the second time the teacher would just mark the kid absent. Right. Like they wouldn't they wouldn't call the person's name like six or seven times. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um and then this is when we get this long drawn drawn <laughs> drawn out story from yes. one of the girls in the class talking about how, oh, you know, so and so said so and so, this, that, the other thing. That, you know, Ferris passed out at 31 Flavors last night. And yeah. she's like, I guess it was pretty serious. And I love <laughs> I it because he's like, thank you, Simone. And she's like, oh, no problem Oh, whatsoever. yeah, no problem. He's he's being kind of sarcastic. and like, I didn't need to know all that information. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Anytime. And then he calls uh, the last name Fry. Which is Cameron which Fry. We, right. Which yeah. we find out is uh, his friend. Yeah. And um, we see him and he's laid up in bed. There's, you know, all kinds of meds and stuff are all around him. Yep. And this is whenever he uh, he calls up uh, Cameron and he's like, hey, you know, um, you know, we took the day off, you know, come over and get me and let's go do stuff. And this is when Cameron is basically like, you know, I can't, man. You know, I'm sick. And he ends up hanging up on him. Right. And he's, and he's like, kind of laying in bed and he kind of says to himself or quiet. And he's like, ah, I'm dying. I can't believe he's calling or whatever. Yeah. I, well, he just says, I'm dying. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the phone goes off again and he puts it on speakerphone and you hear, uh, you hear uh, Ferris say, you're not dying. You, <laughs> you know, you just don't have anything else better to do or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of true. Yeah. You know, fair uh, Cameron has a tough home life and he stuff, does. so he's he's just kind of a homebody or whatever. He don't want to get out and do nothing. Um and I think the next scene is the mom at work. She, you know, is apologizing cuz she forgot to call that, you know, to say that he was sick. And um this is whenever, you know, Rooney basically points out like, oh, okay, so you are aware that he's not here. And she's like, yes, you know, he's very sick. Yeah. And this is whenever he tells her that this is his ninth uh, absence for this semester. And she can't believe it. She's like nine times. <laughs> and he's like nine times. Yep. And she's like, I don't remember him being, you know, out for nine times. And that's whenever he's like, you know, well, he probably wasn't sick. He was probably, you know, skipping school. Mm-hmm. 
And so she, you know, is like, oh, I don't believe it. And he's like, well, I got it right in front of me. And they show him looking at the computer. And he's like, yeah, it says he's been absent nine times. And then you actually see the number on the computer go down to like two or three. Yeah. And you see Ferris and he's like, I asked for a car. I got a computer. <laughs> Again, a car probably would have been cheaper. Uh, that's probably I bet that true. computer was like three grand. Probably back probably then. Probably could have got just it's... like a little cheap clunker to get him to and from school for yeah. about 800 bucks. I know, right? <laughs> Let's see. We're also introduced to Rooney's secretary. Who oh, I, is, I love that uh, actress. She's hilarious. She's hilarious yes. He's kind of yelling at her at the same time as he's talking to uh, Mrs. Bueller. Yeah. You know, about how I, I think he wanted like the fi- his file or something like right, that. Right. Like the hard copy or whatever yeah. since his computer looked like it was jacking up. Yeah. Because like I said, the absence number, you know, all out of nowhere started to go down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, after, you know, they show, uh, after they show the principal talking to the mom or whatever, they show Ben Stein is giving his economics talk and it's going over like all the other students' heads and it's, it's basically showing like how boring he is. Yeah. Um, nobody cares at all about it. And it's also flashing back, it's, uh, flashing to Ferris is of course at home and he's just having a grand old time. You know, playing with the clarinet, doing all kinds of, like, random, you know, type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love that line. And I get the feeling it might have been ad-libbed. It was. He's playing the clarinet, and he goes, never had one lesson. Yeah. And he just goes right back to playing it again. And that, it's awful. He's not doing a good oh, job. Oh, yeah. No, that actually was, yeah, an ad-lib <laughs> That's going to say yeah. that. That just seemed like it was, like, one of those ad-lib sort yeah. of things. Um, and so, <laughs> from there... We see, you know, like the students and stuff like that. And I think this is actually where one of the girls comes up, comes up to his sister. It was like, oh, you know, I heard about Ferris and I heard he's really sick. Oh, yeah. 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 And she's like, wait, wait, who said that? And she's like, lots of people are saying, like, you know, that he's dying or something. Yeah, they never explained how these rumors got started. But these rumors just start circulating through the school that Ferris needs a kidney transplant. He needs this. He needs that. The kidney transplant one, I think, comes up because he's actually talking to uh, some some of the guys at school. And they're like, hey, you know, I heard... Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's like... I forgot about that. Yeah. And that's actually coming up real soon, too. That's basically what happens. Is, yeah. You know, um, after the sister, you know, basically tells everybody to shut up. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I heard about your brother, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's trying to set the record straight. Like, no, he's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, shut up. Um, and then we see these, like, kind of jock-looking guys talking on the phone. Um and they're talking about like, you know, oh, you know, shit, are you serious? And this is whenever uh, Ferris is playing uh, with like a soundboard, mixboard type thing. Yeah. And you just hear like all these sick noises, <laughs> you know, um, like a vomit noise. Yeah, and fart noise and uh, um, coughing. Yeah. And just, yeah. All types of, you know. He's like, you know, they're like, oh, shit, are you dying? And he's like, I don't know. I hope not. You know, (laughs) and he's like, hey, he's like, give the phone to somebody else. And so they give it to some girl or whatever. Yeah, just some random chick in the hallway. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh, hey, Ferris, how's your bod? And again, you hear all these crazy noises. (laughs) And she's like, you know, damn. She's like, are you dying? And he's like, 
I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> and then it's he like, just lays on the... He lays on several keys mm-hmm. at once with his palm. Yeah. It just sounds awful. And he's like, I don't know. I think I might need like a new kidney or something. Okay. That's how that rumor Yeah. That's how that particular rumor okay. got started. But um, he, at that point, um, I like it because she's like, oh, she's like, well, she's like, you think you'll be around, you know, this weekend? And he's like, I don't know. I think so. And she's like, all right, well, maybe I'll see you around. And then she hangs up. like you know no big deal oh yeah it's cool and so i think from there we we get uh the principal and the secretary are talking about ferris yeah they're just they're discussing it because um well he points out um the principal points out um that you know he can he knows that ferris is you know full of shit oh yeah basically and he doesn't want other students to get ideas from him about, you know, being able to, you know, do this kind of stuff and get away with it. Exactly. And yeah. <laughs> um, he's kind of asking, like, he was asking uh, the secretary, like, who he kind of hangs out with, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she was talking about how, oh, you know, <laughs> and I wish I had the lines in front of me, but... Oh, yeah. I love that line, though. Yeah. She's like, um, you know, blazers, dweebies, you know, dickheads. She's like... Yeah, tweakers. Just, Pill yeah. poppers, such and such, such and such. Right. You know, they think he's a real righteous dude. Yeah. Yeah, and her <laughs> Chicago accent. Yeah. <laughs> and so... <laughs> He kind of just like rolls his eyes and is like kind of like, oh, great, you know, because, yeah, everybody likes them. Yeah, that actress is hilarious. I love love the way she delivers lines and she's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, um, now we're we're at the part where, uh, let's see, Ferris is calling Cameron and basically telling him, you know, like. You know, I need, you know, I'm serious. I need you to get over here. Yeah. And Cameron doesn't want any part of it. He's like, why can't you, you know, let me rot in peace? And, you know, because Ferris has to bum rides off of people because since he doesn't have a car, you know? Yeah. So he ends up getting a phone call uh, in the middle and he tells Cameron to hold on. And so it, it ends up being Ferris's dad. So he has to play the whole pathetic, you know, hello you know, sounding like he's sick. And uh, he's he's talking to his dad and basically plays it off that he's still sick. And, you know, the dad's like, oh, you know, take a nap and, you know, wrap a hot towel around your head type of thing. You know, he, he goes back to his phone call, you know, to Cameron. And he tells him, like, you know, you better get over here. So, <laughs> yeah, um Ferris even makes a prediction that, you know, Cameron is probably going to be sitting in his car arguing with himself uh, about whether or not to go. Yeah. And that's exactly what, what Cameron is doing. He's uh, sitting in his car and, you know, he's like, you know, I'm not going, I'm not doing it. And then he's like, but he'll just keep calling and he won't, you know, he won't stop bothering me about it. And he's like, fine, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit, you know. And he starts the car and then <laughs> he turns it off. Okay, and it's that's just, right. Yeah. And just this whole time and he ends up, you know, smacking, you know, in the car or whatever. He starts smacking the steering wheel and he's like, God damn it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then, you know, he gets out. You see him get out of the car and he's pacing back and forth and jumping up and down. <laughs> 
Cameron is me on the inside when I'm having a bad day at work and right? I'm pissed off. Exactly. You can't you can't behave that way in public, but doggone, I'm imagining yep. it all in my head. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so, let's see. I think after that, we're sort of introduced to uh, to his girlfriend, to Ferris's girlfriend, just briefly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right, because she's in one of her classes. Yeah, she's in one of her um, classes and, and also it's bored. government. Yeah. Or something like that. Something like that. And they show her and she's bored. Yeah. And um, I believe the nurse comes in at this point. Yeah, the nurse comes into the class and tells the professor that she needs to... Professor, it's high school. Yeah. Tells the teacher... (laughs) That she needs to speak with her. Yeah. And so you can tell... Like, Sloan already knows... Oh, yeah, she quickly throws her jacket on. She, you know... Has a smile on her face. Right. And so she, you know, the nurse tells her outside, you know, that your dad called and that, you know, your grandmother passed away. Yeah. And she does, like, this horrible job of faking, like, being upset. (laughs) And uh, we see um, Ed Rooney, you know, the principal, he's, like, dead grandmother. And the the, uh, secretary's like, yes, that's what Mr. Peterson said, you know, and... Um, he ends up calling, well, he calls, um, he calls, uh, her dad. Well, no, the first, dad. no, the first thing that happens is, is he says he wants to talk to Mr. Peterson and, um, they get a phone call and she's like, Oh, what do you know? It's Mr. Peterson. And she's oh, okay. like, I thought they you... called him. No. And they're like, you know, she's like, do you still want his daytime number? And he gives her this look like, really? Yeah. Like, what the hell? And so you hear this voice on the end, you know, talking about, oh, you know, yeah, there was a death in the family. And, um, you know, we need to, uh, you know, we need to go and get Sloan, basically. And yeah. that kind of stuff. And at this point, Rooney is for he one hundred percent thinks that you know it's Ferris behind it, and so oh yeah, and so he starts talking about you know well he's like when you produce a dead body, <laughs> um, you know then well, then we'll uh, we'll you know let let you take Sloan or whatever, <laughs> and you know on the yeah. other end you hear you know excuse me yeah you can't. You can't do that. No. Even if you really, even if you're one hundred percent correct, if you really suspect right. that, yeah, you can't do that. Exactly. And <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, get, telling him all this weird, you know, shit about, yeah. you know, yeah, you produce the you know, body, we'll drag and, her old bones down here, and we'll yeah. dig your daughter up, and exactly this, that, and the other. And so you know, the at first the secretary's kind of like laughing along, you know, with them. Yeah, because she's she's. he's suspecting the same thing yeah until and her phone rings yeah her phone rings and she answers it and he's like hi this is ferris bueller can i speak to you know mr rooney please <laughs> i love her face she's and she's just, she's yeah. like uh she's like hold and then at this point she goes in back into the office and he's like you know telling him to like pucker up and you know oh kiss yeah his, just ripping into him yeah kiss his ass and all this other yeah. stuff and uh you know, she, you know, is trying to get his attention as best as she can after he said all this stuff. And she's like, Ferris Bueller is online too. And just the look on his face is just like, oh my gosh. And anyway, so, you know, Ferris gets on the line and, you know, says, hey, you know, can, I'm sick. Can you have my sister, <laughs> you know, get my homework for me, blah, yeah. blah, blah. 
And then he goes back to the other line thinking that he's talking to Mr. Peterson and, you know, he's apologizing. And this is when you find out that it's actually Cameron that's doing the voice of Mr. Peterson. Um, You know, and he's Rooney is, you know, apologizing as best as he can. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm very sorry. I owe you an apology. And you hear Cameron, well, I should say that you do, you know, and his, you know, calling him an asshole and yeah. <laughs> all this other stuff. Yeah, and he starts making demands. He's like, I want my I want my daughter, excuse me, outside the school and I want her alone or whatever. And then Ferris, Ferris actually, is like, that's too specific. You know, he's going to get suspicious. Yeah. And so, you know, they're kind of going back and forth. And then he's like, fine. He's like, I changed my mind. He's like, I want you out there with my daughter <laughs> You and know. I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. Yeah. And then um, at that point, Ferris, like, actually kind of kicks him. Oh, yeah. And he makes him drop the phone. He's like, you know, would you shut up? Yeah. But, and then he goes, he picks up the phone and he's like, on second thought, you know, um, you know, this is like really rushed. She's like, we'll get together and do lunch sometime. <laughs> and so he hangs up the phone. Yeah. And uh, they have like a little, you know, um, like a friend argument. Right. Kind of back and forth. Yeah, you slapped me, you kicked me, that was uncalled for. Yeah, and, you know, he's like, how are we supposed to pick up Sloane with, you know, Rooney there with her? Yeah. And that's whenever he's like, you know, I said to have her be out there by herself and you freaked. That this is whenever he tells him, he's like, yeah, but you, like, hit me. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, basically, like, I'm, like, leaving. He's like, you know, you have me make like this phony phone call to Edward Rooney. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, can basically make my life a living hell. It's like, and then, you know, you hit me. And so he, he, you know, says he's like leaving and, you know, have a nice life type of thing. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he's, uh, Ferris is apologizing profusely. He's, you know, like, I'm really sorry. And then this is whenever he says, I, you know, they, they like, they make up or whatever, basically. And yeah. He's like, well, we need, we need a car. We can't take your car to the school. He's, yeah. He's basically, he's like, cause your car is a piece of shit. <laughs> and, you know, there's no way that, you know, Sloan's dad would be driving something like that. Right. So then they go to Cameron's house. Well, Cameron's he says, dad's house. yeah, he says like, you know, I got a favor to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in the garage. And they're in this garage. Getting and ready to take the Ferrari, yeah. Well, that's just it, though. There's, like, a Ferrari, and there's, like, two other, like, really nice-ass cars. Oh, yeah, but they zoom. Well, Ferris zooms in on yeah, the Ferrari. Yeah, Ferrari. And, you know, um, Cameron is giving him the stats, basically, of oh, this yeah. Ferrari. Oh, yeah, 1961. Only 100 of them built. And so he's, you know, talking about how his dad, for his dad, is like, this is his life, this is his love, you know, and Ferris mm-hmm. is like, you know, he, well, he shouldn't have left the garage door or the garage um, unlocked. <laughs> and Cameron is ba- trying to talk him out of it because he's like, you know, if anything happens to this car, you know, like I'm screwed, mm-hmm. basically. And so, um, yeah, fi- of course, Ferris gets his way. Oh, yeah. And then I think at that point, you know, we uh, we flat, we go back to the school, and yeah. sure enough, Rooney is out there with Sloan, and he's been kind of creepy. The signs were kind of all there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Little 
little hint hint yeah jeffrey jones the actor for anybody who doesn't know that was um uh, it was found out later that he was uh into child pornography or he had some like on his computer or yeah. something yeah a bit of a creeper just just mild yeah and so he's just talking about like yeah weird stuff about how you know if you i'd rather take grief over you know not having anything at all whenever he was talking about her supposed dead grandma yeah and it was like all right whatever and so um ferris and uh ferris shows up with the ferrari um and he's you know like oh you know hello sloan you know um you know, hurry along now. You know, he's all dressed up. You know, yeah, he's got a trench coat and on shit. and a hat and stuff to yeah. try to disguise himself. I love it because she's like, I guess that's my dad. Which <laughs> yeah. is like... You, you guess? Yeah, it's like I would think you would know if it was really your dad. Yeah. But whatever. And then, you know, she is blowing uh, smoke up, up Rooney's ass about how, you know, I just want to thank you for your oh, compassion yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yes. In this so, time of need. Yeah. So then she just kind of, after that, she runs down the stairs mm-hmm. to go meet Ferris. And then he Dad. jokes. Yeah. He jokes and says, so do you have a kiss for daddy? Oh yeah. And, and they make out right there at the bottom make, of the stairs in front of the of, principal. Yeah. It was like, okay. Yeah. Then he gets suspicious after that, of course. Well, yeah, but he was like, so that's what it's like in their family, which I'm sorry if you thought that that, you know, if if they were really father and daughter. Oh, yeah, I think I'd be making a phone call to like the police or something. Exactly. I mean, I guess that's what you would call in a situation like that. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Anyway, so he, he turns to, you know, go in or whatever and, um... Sloan is sitting next to Ferris in the car and she sees, yeah, Cameron is like stuffed somehow like in the, uh, I don't even know if it's like the trunk or what the hell that I was. I don't know. He had something over him though. Yeah. And so, um, you know, she's asking if he's comfortable and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so as soon as Rooney turns around, they take off. But whenever they take off, it's like so fast. Oh yeah, ridiculous. he burns out in the parking lot. Yeah. And they're screaming, you know, woohoo all that kind of stuff <laughs> not exactly appropriate when your grandmother has just died yeah i think that's what got him oh for sure it should have been the kiss but i think that's what got the <laughs> principal's ears pricked up a little bit yeah and so you know they show them and they're taking off towards you know chicago yep and you just kind of see um you know um cameron you know pops out of his hiding spot you know yeah they're about to go and have some fun yeah yeah, they're um, just driving on the freeway, and then it goes back to the school mm-hmm. where the principal is making some uh, investigative phone calls yeah. to like her parents' house, and then to a mortuary. Yeah, but it turns out Ferris has like an elaborate set of like mm-hmm. machines set up to intercept phone calls or something. Well, because it's like the the female call. I'm pretty sure that was set up on like Sloan's probably num- phone or oh, whatever. Oh, okay. You know, it's like, we've had a death in the family and it's like <laughs> fake, like crying yeah. and stuff. And then, like you said, the mortuary one, which... Sounded like Cameron again. It, yeah, It was it the did. same voice he used yeah. to Im- imitate Mr. Peterson. Yeah. And so, at that point, like you said, he's he's determined now. He wants to get to the bottom of this and, yep. and find out, you know... Um, basically find Ferris and, you know, prove that, you know, he's behind all of this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I th- believe after that, we uh, get into the parking garage. 
Yeah, they, they show up at a parking garage to park the car. Yeah. So they can kind of walk around or whatever. Yeah, and Cameron... And it's kind of a sketchy looking. Well, it's sketchy looking, and like Cameron said, he's like, yeah, we're not leaving the car here. Yeah. And Ferris is like, well, why not? He's like, you know, and he started listing off, which, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, the car could get stolen, you know, um dinged yep. or scratched or breathed on breathed on wrong <laughs> he's you know he's like a bird could crap on it you yeah. know who knows and so uh ferris is like well he's like you know i'll find somebody you know, we'll get it taken care of that kind of thing mm-hmm. so he finds you know um that they show a guy clocking in and he's automatically given the car like the googly eyes just like yeah. oh my god you know and uh, Ferris, he's like, excuse me, he's like, you know, do you work here? And, you know, do you speak English? And he's like, well, what country do you think we're in? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, he, I think he gives him like a $5. Yeah, he just gives him $5 tip. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, oh, I'm going to give this guy a fiver. He'll take care of us. Yeah. And so, you know, he was talking to the guy about how, you know, please, you know, you know take extra special care of this car you know, kind of guard it with your life type of thing. And so the guy is like, you know, um, he go he gets into the car and stuff like that after Cameron finally gets out and he's telling him, you know, don't worry. He's like, I'm a professional. Yeah. And he drives and so, off all slow and stuff. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. And then they show, you know, the three uh, teenagers exiting, you know, out or whatever, <laughs> start their adventure. And you see, you know, sure enough, you see the Ferrari and this one guy jumps in oh, to yeah. the back, and they just, they just take off, and like they're you know burning rubber and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's one of my many favorite scenes in this movie. Yeah. Well, after that, the mom makes good on her promise. Oh yeah. To show up on the house and check up on uh, Ferris. Right, and so she goes upstairs, and you know she opens the door, and you can kind of see how the thing that he rigged works. Yeah. And so she, you know, kind of looks in, and um, it. It does look like there is a body in in this bed. <laughs> yeah, he uses like this 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 store mannequin. Yeah. Then, uh, um, uh, sorry, brain fart. There, when she opened up the door, it would somehow the string and the trophy attached to the door would move the mannequin, kind of like somebody who's sleeping would just kind of move onto their side. Right. But to me, I mean, it's just it's a movie. It's yeah. it's a script. <laughs> But the mannequin is one darker than Ferris. Yeah, like a lot Two, darker. Two, the yeah. hand of the mannequin is separated from the mannequin's body. <laughs> right. So the hand stays in the same exact position. Yeah. While the rest of the body tilts over, it's like yeah. Well, and not Something's only fishy. and not only that, but like the snoring noises sounded extremely fake. Oh yeah. Plus, for sure. it's like like parents know if their kids are snorers oh heck yeah you know what i mean so growing up my mom knew if i was faking faking something or not right um and so she just is like oh you know and then so she kind of looks in at first and you know it's like oh okay and then she goes to turn around and leave and you hear rooney in her head saying nine times (laughs) so she actually go back goes back in you know slower this time and she looks, and again, she's just kind of like, oh, you know. And she's satisfied that, you know, he's in bed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think after that is where we start getting some of their adventures. Yeah, the first uh, their first stop is at a fancy restaurant. Yeah. Where one of the first things Ferris does is he just... 
immediately picks up the guest book mm-hmm. and just finds the first name, uh, which that is has Abe. Three- Abe Froman. Yeah, Abe Froman. Because, yeah, he he was looking real quick for any name that has, like, three, you know, a a reservation for three. Yep. And so he looks, and the name is Abe Froman. Mm -hmm. And so you see this really snooty-looking dude. (laughs) I mean, whoever that guy was, they casted him perfect. Oh, yeah. he was just obnoxious as hell. Yeah, he was the perfect snooty mater d. For sure. And so, uh, you know, they he, you know, asked for the name. And he's like, oh, you know, Abe Froman, you know, party of three type mm-hmm. of thing. And he's like, oh, he's like, you're Abe Froman. And he's like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, you the know. sausage king of yeah, Chicago. Yeah, he's like, oh, so you're the sausage king of Chicago. And he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. It's like, meanwhile, meanwhile, it's obvious, like, he's young. It's like, oh. yeah, you're not. Oh, yeah, there's no way. And so... I think, I'm trying to think, he, the, I can't remember if he says he's going to call the police on him. Yeah, well, yeah, Ferris says that too. Yeah, he's like, I guess kind of like escalate it and he's, he's basically, there's no links he's willing to go. Right. Not willing to go to, to pull off a con. Yeah. And, but instead of calling the police, he figures out quickly somehow they're, they're, uh, dialing system and yeah. how to transfer calls right and so he ends up patching in two phony phone calls right and so uh the first one was sloan and yeah. she was asking for abe froman and um you know oh can you describe what he's wearing and she describes what ferris is wearing yeah and you know talking about oh you know he's the sausage king of chicago and <laughs> blah 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 yeah devastatingly handsome she described yeah him. And so, um, you know, at that point, the the guy's like, oh, shit, you know, he's mm-hmm. thinking to himself like, oh, crap. And you then know? the second phone call rings through and it's Cameron playing, pretending he's the police, yeah, the chief of police. Yeah. He's like, this is Chief Peterson, <laughs> which I guess they're just going to use that name for <laughs> I everything guess so. now. Hey, maybe her dad is the chief of police, though. Maybe. Yeah. We never find out. No. But, um, you know, at that point, they are quickly sat and yes. he's apologizing, you know, profusely yep. that, you know, that he was very sorry and all this other stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they sit down to have, you know, their fancy ass lunch, mm-hmm. which I almost wonder, like, because it would have been kind of interesting, you know, if they had done like a, a, a diet and dash type of thing they didn't yeah they didn't show them paying for it yeah but, but they did because yeah. ferris is walking around town with money yeah apparently he only gave the one guy five dollar bill but i guess he's got cash to <laughs> buy dinner at a five-star restaurant right in downtown chicago yeah but they, they show him <laughs> they show him you know in the fancy bathroom or whatever of this restaurant yeah and he's just kind of you know talking or whatever um He's doing another Ferris Bueller monologue, which yeah. I kind of, I made mention while we were watching yeah. the movie. I, I, I couldn't, I never have been able to figure out if his monologues in the movie are actually him talking out loud to right. himself, or if maybe these are conversation he has in his head with imaginary, you know, people. Yeah. Like I how mean, you might do when, you know, when you're growing up or whatever, and you're like practicing um, talking with people or whatever, you know, when you're. Maybe. Younger. I don't know. Maybe I was the only person that did that when I was younger. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. Everybody ignore that. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, you're fine. 
But um, anyway, so yeah, he's just, he's talking or whatever. And uh, he ends up leaving the bathroom. Yeah. And this is whenever you see his dad is also at that restaurant. Yes, dad, in the bathroom. In, in the, the stall, bathroom. Which is where I came up with my theory. Because yeah. if your son is in the same bathroom as you talking. Yeah, you would think you would know. It's echoing through the walls. So right. I'm like, hey, okay, what the hell, dude? Yeah. You're supposed to be in school. Right. Like, you don't know your own son's voice? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. So I knew. But anyway, they show... Um, they, so, yeah, they show the dad and stuff, and he leaves the bathroom. And then mm-hmm. you see them, and they're, you know, standing and just, like, in shock. Like, and he, like he said, he's like, 4,000 restaurants in the downtown area, and I picked the one that my dad yep. goes to. and this is actually the scene where he's having a conversation, and it yeah. sounds like he's an ad executive. Probably. Because he's talking to these guys about, oh, we have to get more money for advertising. You right, know? right. And they're like, oh, no, no, they'll never go for it. And he's like, well, you leave it up to me, you know, we'll, we'll get this deal going. Right, and so meanwhile, they're staring down, looking at the dad, and the two other the two other kids are turned around like, oh, shit, <laughs> and Ferris is just kind of staring at yeah. him, and so, you know, yeah, they end up, you know, they end up actually taking the cab that yeah. his dad and, and the two other guys were going to get Yeah, because his dad kept talking to him and turning back away from the cab, so they saw their opening. Right. So they stole the dad's cab. Yeah, and exactly. And just zoomed off. Zoomed off. Um, and then I think we're at the part where Rooney has, you know, like left for the day and is on his, I want to say he's, uh, started, uh, his search for Ferris. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's for, he shows up at this, uh, pizza place or arcade or whatever. Yeah. And he walks up behind this girl. It's obvious she's a, I mean, I can tell from behind. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a lady. It's a lady. She but has short hair. But he mistakes her for Ferris. Yeah. Yeah, all because she has short hair. That's right. why he thinks it's Ferris. Exactly. And he's all like, Bueller. Yeah, your ass is mine, only he says it in French. Yeah. And then he, he interprets himself and the lady turns around. Yeah. And then she takes some, some Coke and she, you know, spits it at him. Yeah. And so he wipes it off of his face and... Um, they show like the the pizza guys are standing around watching the the uh, Cubs game. Yeah, and he approaches them and stuff. And he's like, "Hey, you know who's winning?" And they were <laughs> talking about how, "Oh, it's tied, you know, zero to zero. And he's like, he was he was saying, you know, um, he asked, I think again, like, "Well, who's winning?" And then that's oh. whenever. The, no, yeah, you're you're right. But first he said, what's the score? Oh, yeah, what's And they're the like, score? zero to zero. And he's like, oh, cool, who's, who's winning? winning? Clearly he didn't pay attention yeah. to what they said. And then that's whenever the guy is like, oh, you know, yeah, the Bears. The Bears. Which, you know. What was kind of cool, um, I don't know if you noticed it or not, when he first walks up to that pizza stand of the TV behind the pizza guy watching yeah. the game, for a second while he's you wiping his... Ferris and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Ferris and the, yeah. the other two friends are, like, jumping up and down and yep. stuff on TV. Well, that's just it, because, of course, freaking Ferris caught a uh, a ball, uh, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's why, why they, they were on TV. Yeah. And so, you know, that was their next adventure as they went to, you know, a Cubs game. Yeah, but Rooney just didn't see that. He had his head down. And right. by the time he looked back up, it was just yeah, it the was Cubs just or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, they show him and, you know, he's like, oh, he's like, I think I broke my thumb or whatever from catching the ball. <laughs> yeah. And they're just having a, you know, a good time at the Cubs game. Um, so, yeah, while they're at the game, um, they show, you know, they're just having, a, you know, a fun time. 
And um, at some point, you know, um, Ferris is talking about how, hey, he's like, you realize we'd be in gym class right now? Yep. And then you see, um, you know, they show, you know, the gym classes outside running and stuff. And you see the sister in her car and she's watching, you know, that. And she's like, I hate him. And then you see her take off, Mm -hmm. you know, in the car. And um, let's see. Well, after she takes off, he, the dean, uh, the principal, um, I'm sorry, he, he makes it to Ferris's house first. Yeah. And his first thing is to ring the doorbell at the front, which mm-hmm. triggers yet another one of Ferris's <laughs> yeah. inventions. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't come to the door right now. Yeah. I'm afraid in my condition I could take a nasty <laughs> fall down the stairs and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he like, rings the doorbell again. He's like, you know, I'm not playing, mister, you know. And, and, the, and the recording responds, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, it's the same thank thing. Thank you for your concern. Have a nice day, you know. Yeah. And so he, he rings the doorbell a few more times and it resets his yeah. invention deal. And it's the same recording again. Right. And now the principal is like, all right. Yeah, he knows. I know something's up, oh, for yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so he's kind of trying to figure out, I guess, how to get into the house. which is Yeah, like, which is illegal, hell? bro. Yeah. Listen yeah, here, bro. You can't do that. <laughs> but yeah, he's trying to... He, first, he's trying to, I guess... To well, peer looking, into the window yeah. to see if he can open it or just look inside. Right. But it's super muddy. Yeah. Which shouldn't be muddy. They it, must have yeah, pipe I, issues. Yeah. It's like, are like your Like what pipes, we had a while back. Yeah. It's like, are your pipes leaking? Like, what the hell? So, yeah, they show him and he's standing trying to look into the window. And it's so muddy, it literally sucks his shoe off. Oh, yeah. I mean. Because, like, like well, a while back we had, we had a pipe leaking yeah. in our front yard. And it wasn't nearly that bad, but it was a spot that was always muddy. And it was kind of similar to that. It wouldn't sink your shoe and suck it off your foot. But if you stepped on it, it was soft and it would just go down. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, these guys must have... (laughs) Something. They have to have a leaking pipe right Right. there or something. But yeah, and he, he loses his shoe in the mud. And now he's fighting to get his shoe and somehow he triggers... The freaking, um, he triggers the, the sprinkler system or something. Well, not the sprinkler. It was just a hose. Oh, it was just a he hose. He turns the hose on. And, yeah. Um, you know, the hose starts, of course, going everywhere. And he gets a hold of it. And he starts washing off his shoe. And I liked it because, I don't know if you noticed, but once ever, when, when he was done, he just, like, put the, uh, <laughs> he just put the, uh, yeah, he just put, throws the hose down, leaves yeah. the valve on, he doesn't yeah, bother he didn't to turn bother it off. he didn't bother to even shut it off, which I can't <laughs> say I blame him, because that would be frustrating as Yeah, well. that's true. And then, um, I think he noticed, like, oh, there's an open dog door. Yeah, so he sticks his head in to he see if he can get into in. the house through there. Yeah, and he sees their Rottweiler, who's pissed. Yeah. That he's, you know, there. And he's, like, trying to, you know, oh, you know, nice doggy, yep. you know, that kind of stuff. And, yeah, the Rottweiler, you know, chased him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so... And I kind of like that they, right about that, they quickly cut to, um, they quickly cut to the parking lot attendants. Oh, Who are yeah. out for a joyride. Yeah. And they play, uh, they're playing actually a Star Wars dun, theme. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, and you see this car dun. just airborne yeah. flying over this large hill. Yeah. And it's like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just a real quick cut, but mm-hmm. I, I like that scene. It's funny. Yeah. And then they cut back to the house again after that. Right. And so, 
I think at this point, he's just trying to get away from the dog. Yeah, I don't remember... Um, uh, I don't remember exactly where he goes, but after after the dog, the Rottweiler deal, um, it cuts back to the kids. Okay. And this is kind of like the iconic, another iconic scene from this movie. Oh, okay. Where they they go to the museum. Right. And I guess there's a school there on a field trip as well. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of shows them they're going through the the museum with the kids and they're holding hands. Yeah, and, and they're all holding hands. Yeah. And, like, yeah, looking at, you know, all these pictures and stuff. And, posing with the statues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you know, having a fun time. And um, they show, you know, uh, Sloane and, and uh, Ferris kind of kissing a little bit and necking a little. Yeah. And then they show Cameron and he's looking at this one famous uh, picture or, you know, famous painting. And... It shows him focusing on it more and more and kind of, like, realizing, I guess, like, he doesn't know, like, what he wants in life type yeah, of thing. He's focusing on, in a, what's the name of that painting? I think it's called um, A Day a, a day at a Picnic. Oh, okay. No, A pic, Picnic at the Park. Okay. That's what that painting's called. Okay. It's real famous. It's a bunch of people... Um, anybody who, you know, like knows art or whatever might know what I'm trying to describe. I'm not good at it. Uh, and I can't remember who painted it. Yeah, I don't But know. it's just, it's a, it's just a, a scenic painting. Right. There's a bunch of people, um, all of them doing various things, um, just walking, sitting. Yeah. And they're all at a park. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he focuses... None of them have faces either. Right. He um, focuses on, like, a, a boy. Yeah, on, one little boy. Yeah. And it, the little boy... It's a very vague face, mm-hmm. but they none of them have real faces. Yeah. And he's just... I guess maybe it maybe makes him think of himself. Like, yeah. he just feels alone and left out or right. whatever. And then after the museum scene, they've left the museum and they're in a cab and they uh just kind of stuck in traffic cameron wants to go home yeah which i can't really say that i blame him yeah as a fellow anxiety ridden (laughs) introvert myself i kind of totally get it well i would definitely want to go home right and that's just it um he he basically you know he tells, or uh, I'm sorry, Ferris is trying to point out, like, but look at all the really cool stuff that we did and everything. And um, uh, Cameron basically, you know, tells him, like, we didn't do anything good. Right. And Which, from his point of view, they didn't do anything good. Yeah. They lied to get Sl- Sloan out of school. Right. They stole his dad's car. Yeah. They parked it at a questionable parking lot. Right. They lied to get into a restaurant. They um, well, stole his dad's cab, and now they're stuck. Yeah. In this traffic jam. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I get where he's coming from, too, because it's also like, everything they did, it was all that Ferris wanted to do. Yeah. It's not nothing like, he wanted to do. Yeah. It's not like Cameron's like, oh, I want to do this. Let's go do this. Yeah. Everything was all Ferris's idea. Exactly. And so... And but, Cameron's character is kind of uh, very straight-laced. Yeah. I kind of... I can... I mean, well, both of us actually can yeah. identify with his character because both of us are... 
well, I guess I should speak for myself in this case. No, you're good. You're good. It's probably. <laughs> I'm true. a very straight laced guy. I yeah. I don't think outside the box very well. Same. Rules are rules. I'm black and white. Yep. And so I can kind of get where Cameron's coming from mm-hmm. here, and just it's he just he just wants to go home. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're stuck in a traffic jam, and. The car next to him is also carrying Ferris's dad. Well, that's just it. Cameron is like, look over there. Yeah. He's trying, which I don't know why he didn't just say look over there because it's not like his dad would have been able to hear him in the right. car next to him. Exactly. I think but, the windows were even up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they weren't. And so, yeah, sure enough, they look over and they see the dad and like immediately, which I don't know how they did it. Yeah. Immediately, all you see is just Sloan sitting there. Yeah. You should have seen the car rocking back and forth. And- yeah. And her hair should have been a mess, and she should have been breathing heavily, because that would have taken some very fast movements. (laughs) Exactly. But anyway, so all you do is you see her sitting there with her sunglasses on, and and you see him on the ground rubbing a rabbit's foot (laughs) with Cameron or whatever. (laughs) I get the feeling that was Cameron's lucky rabbit's foot. Probably. (laughs) And, you know, they're just kind of asking her, like, "What's, what's he doing? And at first she was, you know, joking with him, saying like, oh, he's making, you know, just he's licking the window and making, yeah, making dis- obscene gestures with his hands. Well, she was kind of messing around. Yeah, she did. Because like she this... was doing kissing faces back at the dad. Yeah, and, like a and... flirting. Yeah, she was flirting with thing, him, which was weird. Yeah, it was kind of odd. Like you're a high school yeah. sophomore, would it be? Uh, Is that before jun- senior? No, she was a junior. Oh, a junior. She only had. Uh, Ferris says later she still has another year. Oh, okay. So she would have been a junior. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was it was weird. And then he starts tickling on her like legs and stuff, and she's just like laughing and having a good time. And he's you know next next to him is looking over like what the hell? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, this lady's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I believe. Now we're getting to the parade part. Almost uh, after oh, okay. uh, after that scene, they cut back to the house where oh, the principal's okay. been just kind of stuck at, and uh, a flower delivery truck right. pulls up in the driveway to deliver some get well soon flowers to Ferris. Yeah, and so they he gives them to Rooney or whatever, and Rooney opens the card and it was the card and it was for from the freaking English department at the school. Yeah, and he takes the flowers and he. You know, starts like, here, doggy, I got a little gift for you. And then uh, you see it like where he had taken the flowers and, you know, crashed it over the, the Rottweiler. Yeah. And the Rottweiler is, you know. Oh, did sleeping. he do that? Or did he yeah. did the Rottweiler fall asleep because he ate the flowers? No, I think he, I think he, like, they didn't show it, but I'm pretty sure he just took it and smashed the pot over. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't catch because I thought that's what he did. Because I was actually been, I've been trying to figure out what kind of flowers could dogs oh. eat that would make them fall asleep yeah, and not no, kill them or whatever. I'm pretty sure he just used the pot to knock out the dog. <laughs> Man, that's which is why they that's bad. Have, which is why they wouldn't have shown it. Cause, oh, yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so he's all like night night. Yeah, you know, yeah, that kind of thing, and so. I think now we're we're back at the parade and um I think so. I'm I don't know if I got my scenes mixed up there. Okay. Or not. Did we do they cut back to the parade and stuff or do we go through the whole thing with 
the principal and the sister. I think the or sister is after. Or does that happen after the parade? I think that's after the parade. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. I think yeah. I got that confused. Yeah. But they're back at the parade, and, it, and they're, they're sh- talking. Well, not them. It's yeah. actually just Cameron and Sloane. Yeah, Cameron and Sloane are talking, and, you know, they're basically going back and forth about how, you know, well, what do you like to do? Because he, he, you know, is basically saying, like, I don't know what... Uh, I'm gonna be doing right. He's and, he's kind of down on himself because he he looks up to Ferris a little bit. Oh yeah, because he's like you know oh you know Ferris he can um, uh, he can do anything. Yeah, he can do anything and stuff and and uh, um and I'm not I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be anything. Yeah, and she's like don't be crazy. She's like you're gonna go to college and you're gonna be uh you're gonna be a this you're gonna be a that you're gonna right. make something of yourself. Yeah, you're gonna make something. And he's of like yourself. okay, well you know what do you want to be? And she's like. Pfft. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't, yeah, both of them, built, you know, say, I don't know. Yeah. You know? And she even asks, like, well, what do you like to do? And he's like, nothing. Yep. And it's like, yeah, I identify with that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I sure would like to do nothing and get paid to do it. <laughs> right. And then, you know, all of a sudden they look over and they see freaking Ferris on this, like, it was like supposed to be like a German parade type thing. Yeah. And, you know, they see him and he's on the float, of yep. course, and they run over to the float like, you know, Ferris, get off the float, you know, that kind of stuff. And they're, they actually get escorted, you know, back or whatever. Yeah. And they show Ferris lip singing to Donka Shane. Yep. And so it's just this whole thing of, yeah, him lip singing and that kind of stuff. And then... uh it goes from him doing that to uh, Shake It um, by uh, the Beatles or whatever. Uh, twist and Shout. Oh, that's what yeah. it was called. It was yeah. actually, he was actually lip syncing to Twist and Shout Yeah, next. and so that, of course, got everybody all excited. And you see all these, like, random people dancing. I'm pretty sure we saw, like, the very first Flash Mob, like, ever. Yeah. Because you see, like, this whole group of people doing the same movements... <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that coming down like these stairs oh yeah and they're yeah it was like they knew like which movements to do yeah the entire city of chicago mm-hmm. has gotten uh is gotten into choreographed dancing yeah <laughs> um so you know everybody now is just having a grand old time they even show the dad up in his office or whatever looking down yeah and, and you think he'd see ferris on this float dancing no, i mean i figured he wanted just because you know, there were so many people. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, I figured you wouldn't see Ferris. But anyway, the dad even got in on the dancing and yep. stuff like that. And everybody releases their balloons oh, at yeah. the end of it. And <laughs> just a huge, you know, big old party. Yeah. Um, I think after <laughs> that is whenever the sister gets home. Yep. Yeah, so, this is when the sister... Uh, um, I did. I did kind of get my scenes mixed up. Yeah, a little bit there, but that's okay. Yeah, uh, the flowers actually happened here. Oh. But anywho, the sister gets home, um, and uh, she's rushing home to bust Ferris in a right. lie, and, and she but busts in and she <laughs> throws open Ferris's yep. door as wide as it will, and the dummy sits straight she's up. She's like, "I knew it!" <laughs> and she slams the door. And yeah. Then, I think at that point she went. She went to call her mom to tell her mom. I think to bust her. I think so. Yeah. To bust him. At the same time, the principal decides he's going to open up the front door yeah. that the sister just unlocked. Yeah. 
And Which so is, again, illegal. Yeah, and so you've got her on the phone trying to get a hold of her mom, and it's I guess her, you know, the mom's assistant or whatever. Yeah, and you know she's like giving the the poor lady attitude. Because, you know, she's like, well, this is her daughter. Yeah. And she's talking about how, you know, oh, well, you know, you don't know anything kind of thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she wants to talk to her mom. And I guess on the other end, the lady, you know, because she starts asking questions like, well, when will she be back? You know, this, that, the other thing. And she tells the lady, you know, basically, thanks for nothing. Um, and then at the same time, yeah, you see Rooney and he's opened up the door and, you know, is trying to be sneaky and stuff like that. Yeah. But he and, still makes noise because well, the door yeah. latch is kind of loud. And then I think he's the one that takes a step and creaks a floorboard. Yeah. And then the sister comes downstairs because she hears the noise. And she says Ferris and he says Bueller. Yeah. And they jump out at each other and she flips out and kicks him right in the face and oh, takes yeah. off. Yeah. Good. So he, you know, goes down and she goes running up the stairs and Don't go up the stairs though. <laughs> I know, Freaking right? I go hate that in door. movies. You know there's danger in the house. Yeah. Do not run to a different room further into the house. <laughs> Run out the door exactly. into the outside, even if it's in the back yard. Then right. you can just hop a fence. Right. <laughs> um, that's no. a huge pet peeve of mine in movies. Right. So yeah, <laughs> she runs up the stairs and slams the door. He, you know, he goes down. Oh yeah, <laughs> knocks him the freak yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. And then after it goes back to after the parade, and they go to pick up the car, and. um you know, at that point, Cameron is actually really excited and like into it. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's, you know, it's almost like, okay, now he's had a good time. Yep. So, you know, they bring the car around. The car looks, you know, great and stuff like that. And so, you know, they get in the car and head out. And I'm trying to think, they're just, they're kind of chit chatting in the car. Yeah. And then Ferris notices that the car has more miles on it than a lot they more. would have put on it. Yeah. I think they it started out with like 161 and like three quarters or some bullshit yeah. like that. And now it's got like 300 and, and something miles. 302, yeah. I think it was. 12 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, which they shouldn't have just them put that much. Exactly. They may have only put like 40 or so miles on it right. themselves. And so, at that point, Cameron just loses his shit and yep. just screams. <laughs> and he almost looks like he's now, like, in a psycho-type state where yeah. he's just not talking or doing anything. Yep. And so, um, I can't remember. I think we go back to the sister. Um, yes, yeah, we go back to the uh, go back to the sister, and she's sitting up in her bedroom. She's calling the police. Yeah. Because she has an intruder in yeah. the house and she didn't run out of the house like she was supposed to have <laughs> <Right>? done. <laughs> and the police, 911 dispatch is not taking her seriously. No. They're, when she mentions her name, where the, where the incident and everything is happening, they go, Bueller? You know, how was your brother? You know, they're asking yeah. questions. Like, How's your brother doing this, that, and the other? And, uh, and she shouldn't have hung up. No. She got pissed off and, and yeah. cursed him out and hung up the phone. Yeah. And then, but 
basically, so... And right about that time, he wakes up. Yeah. He wakes up in time to hear a um, a tow truck. No, no, he wakes up and she's now on the intercom system saying, oh. you know, I've got my dad's gun and, and I have a wicked case of, a what did you call case, it? A raging case of herpes. That's right. Or something <laughs> like that. And so, yeah, so he goes to like leave and then I think that's whenever he sees the tow truck. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wait, that's my car, you know, and he's like, damn it, you know, and just like swearing and trying to run after it at the which, same time. Which was kind of funny. The He parked in front of a hydrant is why they towed the car right, away. Right, Throughout the course of this day, which maybe he was at the house, I guess the time span could have been three hours, four maybe. hours, maybe. Yeah. Um... There were probably one, two, three, four. There were four to six tickets on his windshield. That's true. How many cops are walking up and down (laughs) that street looking for cars to ticket? That's true. One would suffice, maybe two. Right. You know, it's That's true. (laughs) That's funny. But yeah, so after that, um we've got uh Let's see, we've got the three friends, and it looks like they're, like, at Lake Michigan or something like that. Yeah. And they, the, the waves are crashing. And yeah. At this point, they're trying to get Cam, because Cam is almost, I mean, he's, like, so out of it. And they're trying to, like, kind of wake him up and get him to be more normal. Mm-hmm. And um, doing whatever they can. And so, I think after that, it was kind of, you know, they were just, he, they show Ferris kind of talking about... How, you know, he doesn't know what's going to happen, basically, uh, once they go off to college. And especially with Sloane, because she's still got another year of high school. Yeah. And he was talking about how, you know, I would marry her. He's like, that part wasn't bullshit. Because he had mentioned earlier that, you know, he had asked her, like, hey, you know, let's get married. Yeah. That kind of thing. And she, of course, blew him off. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you're just joking. You're messing with me. Yeah. Because they're both too young. They're still in high school. Right. And so, but anyway, he was talking about how, you know, I would marry her. That's not bullshit. Um, But he was talking about how for Cameron, you know, he's like, I, you know, he's like, I don't think he's ever been loved or, you know, loved somebody else. And he was just talking about how, you know, whoever he, you know, gives it up to first is you know, pretty much going to just treat him like shit. Yeah. Like he would just, like he would just settle. Yeah. And he would end up in a loveless relationship. Like what his... Who just would be taking advantage of him his whole, of him his whole life. Right. Well, cause like Cameron has talked about how his parents, you know, hate each other. Yep. And stuff. So, um, at that point, you know, you see them and now they're in like a jacuzzi. Actually... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's just this scene that it made me laugh where um just they do a real quick cut back at the house. Oh, and okay. And she thinks it's the police knocking on the door. Yeah, to rescue her. Who are responding, yeah. That's right. And she's running <laughs> down the, sta- the stairs. She's like, I'm saved, I'm saved. Oh, thank God, you know, for the police. And she opens up the door and it's a, like, it's like a sexy nurse. It's a nurse. group of people and I don't know if they were all with the nurse lady. I don't think but the front person was a nurse, kind of a sexy nurse, yeah, like a sexy and nurse costume I'm she was the wearing. Nurse who likes to, and it, they was gonna say fuck, but she uh, shut the door. Yeah, she said <laughs> she said something else that rhymed with that, and I forget. But yeah. yeah, she had this whole 
I don't know who the heck would have hired a prostitute. Yeah. A singing like a, prostitute. Yeah. That. That's just, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like a singing prostitute or like a, just like a, you know, stripper girl. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just like that. That, that, yeah. that kind of cracked me up. It was funny. Right. And so, um, I think after that is like the jacuzzi. Yeah. That's when they're at the jacuzzi. I think they're at Cameron's house. Yeah. And so he's, they have him and he's like propped up in a chair, like on the diving board. Yeah. And the two others are in the jacuzzi, um, having fun. And you just see him and he just falls forward into the pool and just sinks like, you know, like a bag of rocks. Yep. And then, um, Ferris goes down and grabs him and, uh, you know, pulls him up, you know, and he's kind of trying to tell him to smack out of it, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden you see Cameron and he's like, Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. <laughs> that kind of thing. And, you know, at that point they just start messing around. Right. Well, and, he was messing with Ferris. Right. Because, you know, he figured, you know, Ferris deserved oh, yeah. to be pranked like that for all that he'd done. That's true. To him all throughout the day. Right. Um, so are we at the uh, police station? Yeah, yeah, now we're at the police station where the um, daughters, the sisters, just waiting at the police station. Yeah. Because she was arrested for... Making a phony phone call or whatever. And then we see Charlie Sheen sitting next to her in the police station, also waiting for whatever um, he's waiting for. Because I should say, he says drugs, and she's like, no, I'm straight. Yeah, and he's like, no, are you in for, for drugs? drugs? And he's, she's like, you know. Basically, they just have, like, this exchange back and forth of, um, you know. Yeah, it's kind of almost like a little, it's a weird little therapy session between yeah, him and her. exactly. And she's venting about, about her, her little brother, all she's been through. Her frustration with her brother and her parents. And his response to her is like, well, you know, it kind of sounds like your problem is you. Yeah. And in a weird little way, he's kind of right. Yeah. Cause that he's... she's too hyper-focused on what other people are doing. Right. Instead of what she needs to be doing. Yeah. Because she's, well, because she's like, well, why does, you know, why does he get to ditch when everybody has to go? Yeah. When, you know, talking about school and stuff. Yeah. And... Like, yeah, um, I just like it, you know, because she, at some point, she tells him to blow himself, stick a finger, you know, stick your <laughs> thumb up your butt, you yeah. know. Oh, are you a psychiatrist? No? Well, then keep your opinions to yourself mm-hmm. kind of thing. And yeah, it's just them, like, going back and forth, um, you know, kind of bantering. And then after the police station, that cuts to Cameron's house where they have the car propped up on the bumper jack they've got a bumper jack they've got the rear tires lifted up off the ground and a center block like on the accelerator pedal they've got it in reverse trying to get the mileage right off yeah (laughs) off the car and then they're sitting around talking and uh, what's her face sloan looks at cameron and says like you know wait a second so you weren't really catatonic then were you and he's like yeah and kind of shakes his head no yeah and she's like well then that means you saw me undressing right you know getting ready to swim and everything and he he kind of gets this sheepish little grin on his face you know doesn't want to answer it and stuff right um and he just changes the subject he's like hey i'm gonna go check on the car real quick right 
And so he goes over to look at, you know, check out the car and he calls Ferris over there and Ferris walks over and he's pointing out that the mileage isn't, you know, going back. Yeah. And, you know, it's stuck or whatever. Yeah. And that's whenever Ferris is just kind of like, huh. He's like, well, he's like, I was afraid of that. He's like, so we'll just have to, we'll have to open it up, open up the odometer and, um, you know, change, you know, uh, change it back or whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, by that's, hand. <laughs> no, that's not gonna, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's too invasive. Well, but this is where yeah. this is where Cameron has his moment, though. Yep. And he basically is, tells he tells them he's like, no, he's like, you know, he at that point he's like, I have to take a stand. Yep. And he he talks about how you know he's he's tired of putting up with everything, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of like that he needs to man up pretty much. Um, right. You know, he's like, I never, yeah, he just doesn't stick up for himself. So he keeps saying over and over, I need to take a stand. Yeah. And, and he's, this, he's venting about his dad while he's yeah saying all this. And he actually uses the car as some sort of like kind of therapy moment. Yeah. He starts you know, he's kicking like, it. And yeah. And he's like, you know, you love this car more than you love me. You yeah, know, or I'm, mom, I'm you nothing know. to you. And he's kicking it, kicks in the front grill, kicks yep. a dent in the hood knocks the front bumper basically off yeah and the whole time he's doing this you see the bumper jack Mm -hmm. on the rear of the car kind of moving right which yeah well here we go yeah (laughs) bumper jacks mm -mm. there's a reason they stopped using them (laughs) they're they are they're dangerous they're not the safest jacks in the world right um don't use them y'all yeah well i don't think they they really i don't think they make them anymore yeah um well this movie was 86 so jeeps well i think they do make them i'm i think i'm i think i'm wrong here um because i think you can still buy them and i believe unless they don't do it anymore i've seen like the jeep wranglers Okay. I think I've seen them before with Jeep Wranglers. Yeah. Um, but they're just not the safest jacks in the world. Right. Unless there's something about them now in the year 2019 <laughs> that they have improved upon. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, but anywho, yeah. that's it. So they just show, yeah, and then Cameron goes to kick it one more time and he actually refrains and stuff. Yeah. And so they're kind of looking at like that damage and it's just like, oh shit. And then he leans up against the car. Yeah, he barely, barely touches, touches, it. touches it and it goes flying backwards. Which yep. Their garage is like a, it's like a, um, there's glass or whatever. It's almost yeah, like. Yeah, there's no actual walls. It's right. all just glass. Panels. It's all glass. And so that's just it. So he leans on it. And sure enough, the car goes flying backwards (laughs) and goes sailing out this, you know, window. And all you see is just, you know, this big crash. And Sloan and um, Ferris slowly go out and look. Yeah. And Cameron's like, how bad is it? Yeah. Cameron's like, yeah, how bad is it? And and Ferris is like, you killed the car. (laughs) And so, yeah, he walks over himself to see the damage. And he's just like, holy shit. Which, yeah, I can't blame him. Because, yeah, it's, it's really bad. And so Ferris is telling him, he's like, man, he's like, 
let me take the fall. He's like, it's my fault that we took the car out in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, let me take this one. And Cameron is just telling him, no, he's like, you know, like I said, I need to take a stand. He's like, um, you know, I'm going to take this one. Right. And Ferris even says, you know, that is that Cameron's dad hates him. Yeah. <laughs> Hates hates Ferris. That right, is. hates Ferris. He's like, I might as well. Your dad hates me anyway. Yeah, and he's like, nope. He's like, you know, he he calls his dad by his first name. He's like, when Morris gets home, he's like, <laughs> we're gonna have a little chat. That's very telling. Yeah, that the father son relationship is not a loving one. No. Whenever the son is like Morris, yeah, calls his dad. dad by his first name yep. or last name. Instead of dad. Right. Yeah, that's not good. And you just see you just see Cameron kind of like in a weird messed up way smiling. It was weird. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was kind of funny because we were making the jokes. Yeah. We were making jokes about, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, when his dad got home, he probably killed the probably. camera. Because the yeah. camera zoomed in and just stayed zoomed <laughs> yeah. in on like a, 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 a half smile on Cameron's face mm-hmm. like you would see on some sort of in memoriam. Yeah. Like. We all know. Scene or photo. Yeah, we all know Cameron's dad killed him. (laughs) They just don't say it. Yeah, three weeks at school. Three weeks later at school, you know, you see everybody with, you know, Cameron t shirts on and stuff. Yeah. What happened to Cameron? I don't know. You know, his dad said he went to go live with his aunt in Vermont. Right. No one can verify that he actually has an aunt in Vermont. (laughs) Exactly. So. That's kind of, you know, the end with uh, Cameron or whatever. (laughs) Yes. And then I think we're back at the police station. Yeah, the mom is there to pick up uh, the daughter. Yeah, Jeannie. And she's talking with the detective or, or, you know, the the officer there in charge. Right. And um, he's just telling her, you know, why they have the daughter, what happened and everything. And then he just kind of drops a little... Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, I let your let your son know that the whole precinct or whatever is thinking about yeah. him, and she's just kind of like, okay, yeah, thanks, I think. How yeah. do you know about that? And in the background, though, while she's talking to the police officer, in the background, uh, you see Jeannie and Charlie Sheen's character kissing. She's literally falling for the bad boy. Yeah, exactly. And so the baddest of boys. That's just it. The mom, yeah. <laughs> The mom walks out there and interrupts them. Yeah. And she's like, we have to go now. Yep. And so he finally, he asks her, you know, her name. And she's like, oh, she's like, it's Jean, but everybody calls me Shauna, which mm-hmm. that's the first that we've heard about <laughs> yeah. this name. Because anytime, like, they addressed her, her name, they always called her Jeannie, yeah. not Shauna. And is it even a thing for somebody with the name Jean or Jeannie to be called Shauna because that does not seem so. like an appropriate yeah like not like an, an appropriate like it's you know evil or bad or sick or whatever but that doesn't seem like an appropriate nickname right why would I you take because like yeah well, I've heard of you know if your name is Richard you might call dick. you dick yeah or um Matthew Matt um right whatever but you know those make sense Shauna and Jeannie just don't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so they show her walking away, and she's all acting all sheepish and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like, go find you a nice boy, okay? There's some guy out there you friend zone (laughs) who is a way better candidate for a relationship than this loser over here. Right. 
Um, and then, you know, we see Ferris and Sloane and he's, you know, dropped her off and stuff like that. And um, he basically, you know, checks the time and realizes like, oh, I have to go. Yeah. And so you see him and, you know, they give each other, you know, a kiss and he starts taking off and, you know, hops over like a fence or whatever. And he's like, I'll call you and stuff. And she's like, oh, she's like, yeah, I'm going to marry him. Yeah. stuff. Yeah. So sweet. And this is where we start getting the montage of him running from place to place. Yeah. Well, first he jumps out in front of his sister who's driving. Yeah. Almost hits him. Yeah. Well, because the mom was obviously yelling at the sister because she wants to know, like, what the hell is going on. Why didn't the sister just say, look up, there's Ferris. He's not sick. Yeah. I almost killed him, so yeah. I guess then we would have had a reason. Well, that's for him just to it. Like he jumps in out bed. in front of her, and of course she slams on the brakes so that she doesn't hit him. Yeah. And so the papers that the mom was looking at, because she was upset, because um, the the deal she was working on fell through, because yeah. she had to go and pick up Jeannie or whatever. Yep. And so anyway, the papers go everywhere whenever she stops. Yeah. And like you said, I don't know why she just didn't say, hey, mom, look up. There's, you know, Ferris. Yeah. Because the that's just it. Ferris and her make eye contact. And at that point, the race is literally on. Oh, so yeah. She's going to try to get home first. Yeah. And so he takes off running and she immediately, you know, pu- pushes the gas. Yep. And again, the mom's papers go flying everywhere and she's screaming at her. Oh, yeah. And so he's now running through people's backyards. Um, to try and get home, you know, before the sister and mom do. Mm-hmm. And they just show them, like, at one point, which, if this were in Texas, this wouldn't work, because pretty much everybody in Texas has, like, tall, like, wooden privacy-type fences, and yeah. not um, either no fences or, like, little chain-link, you know, Yeah, fences. that is something that's <laughs> kind of interesting. I remember uh, with you, the first time that we... That I went with you on vacation, whatever, up north to visit, like, your family and stuff when we were dating. Yeah. That was something that I thought was so... It was strange to me. Right. There there were houses that had fences, but for the most part, people just did not have privacy fences. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'd see a house with maybe a chain link fence. Right. But that was about it, and that the only reason for that was to keep dogs in the yard. I mean, everybody else was, it was just wide open space. If you want to go over to your neighbor's backyard, you walked into their backyard. That's just foreign to me. Yeah. So they show him and he's like running through one yard and there's a guy cooking some steaks and he's got a beer. And as he runs by, he grabs a beer. And uh, at one point, the sister, there's a cop that flips his lights on because she's speeding. And she's like basically almost, you know... She ends up not stopping for the cop for quite some time, actually. <laughs> She's just, like, yep. determined, yeah, to make it home. And, you know, like, show him actually running through somebody's house. Yeah, and he forgets he has a girlfriend for a split second, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Because there's this chick sunbathing, and he stops, and like, like, oh, oh hey, I'm you know, Ferris. I'm Ferris. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, didn't you just say you wanted to marry your girlfriend? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, so he's taking off and everything. and yeah. Um, they show the dad who's also trying to get home mm-hmm. and um, again so at this point Ferris is jo- you know running down the street and you see the dad and he looks over and sees his dad in the car and he ducks behind and kind of goes in a different direction 
and then the dad gets stuck behind like some little old lady yeah um who couldn't even see over the uh over the thing oh yeah she shouldn't have been driving yeah at all um so towards the end of the chase uh he you know i guess it's his neighbor's yard or whatever he jumps on the trampoline he, he goes up like this uh the slide jumps on the trampoline and ends up in his own yard. And so he actually, he's looking for the key that was under the, uh, that was under the mat and it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And that's when Rooney is like, you know, I got you. Yeah. He took the key. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and And they show Rooney and Rooney is just like beat to shit, man. His (laughs) His pants are torn. Pants are torn. He looks like crap. His lip has been bleeding. Yeah. You know, from when his sister kicked him in the face, (laughs) all this other stuff. And yeah, at this point, it, it was in the back. It must have been in the backyard. It was definitely the back. Yeah, it was the backyard. So yeah, he's like, you know, I got you. Yeah, he's and, like, I hope you, you know, I hope this day was worth it because yep. you know I got you for another year. And the sister's hearing all that through mm-hmm. the door. Yeah, because the parents and the sister got home, and I love it because the parents walk in and there's. Freaking flowers yeah. and balloons and all kinds of shit. I would be wondering, like, where the hell did all this come yeah, from? Yeah, instead of investigating in that, they decide to start walking through the house to look for Ferris. Yeah, it was like, okay. And then, like you said, okay, so the sister could hear everything that was going on. And at first, you're kind of thinking, you know, because she's got this look on her face like, okay, he's busted. Yeah, finally. He's going to get what he's, he's gonna, got coming to him. Right. Well, anyway, she ends up going out there and she, you know, plays this whole, oh, thank God you're here. She's like, we were worried sick about you. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And he's giving her this look like, what the hell? Why are you helping (laughs) me for? And she's like, come on, you know, get in the house, basically. Yep. So, you know, he, he goes inside and stuff. And this is whenever she tells Rooney, she's like, oh, by the way, you left your uh, wallet out on the kitchen floor. Yep, and throws and it outside. Throws it outside. It sounded like it hit like a pond or it something. It kind of did. It yeah. made a little bloop type yeah. noise. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, she slams the door shut mm-hmm. and that's what wakes up the, the dog. Oh, that's right. And yeah, the dog you, woke back up and yeah. started chasing him again. Yep. And so you see Ferris and now he's got to hurry up and somehow he... Somehow he's able to beat his parents up the stairs. Yeah, they're already inside the house, yeah. but he manages to run up the stairs, not make any noise, right? Alarm them to it, and he hops in bed real quick. Well, yeah, and throws a baseball to shut off his snoring uh, deal. Right, because yeah, they show him and he's scurrying. He throws, you know, everything and um, you know his shoes and everything, and he pushes the mannequin out of the bed. Yeah, gets into the bed, and then that's whenever he realizes, like, oh shit, that snoring thing is still on, and so he takes the baseball that he got, you know, uh, at the game, throws it, and is able to shut it off. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, laying there, you know, and the parents get there, and oh, you know, you're still so warm and stuff. Oh, yeah, Obviously, from the all the yeah, because of all the running and stuff that he did, that's why yep. he's warm. And he was talking about how. Oh, you know, tomorrow I have to go back to school for sure, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's whenever he lays in bed and he's like, he says his, you know, famous line, you know, hey, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you're going to miss it. Yep. And he's just laying there with his, you know, head, (laughs) like, you know, on his, uh, 
on his uh, hands and stuff and just mm-hmm. kind of gives a look, you know, that kind of thing. And um, we get kind of like a long, like, end credit scene with Rooney. Yeah. And it's him and he's walking down the street, like I said, beat up as hell. And you see a school bus pull up next to him and the lady opens the door and is like, hey, you know, do you need a ride? And so he, you know, it shows him getting on the bus and everybody is just like staring at him because it's like, first of all, why is the principal on the bus? And second of all, what the hell happened to the principal? (laughs) He's looking like this. Yeah. And so he finds the one seat, you know, that he can sit next to and it's next to this very dorky girl who, you know, big, huge glasses, um, asking him if he wants a, a gummy bear. And she's like, they were in my pocket, so they're, you know, kind of warm and stuck together. And then he takes it and just, like, chunks it. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I was like, I don't want that. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, and so it basically just ends with, you know, the bus taking off and, and you know, him being on the bus. And it's pretty much how it ends. If you stay until the very end, you see Ferris telling you, like, you're still here. He's like, go home. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Back before Mar- Marvel did it, Ferris Bueller made it cool. That's true. Ferris Bueller made everything cool. Yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, the end of uh, Ferris Bueller. Um, I don't know. I had, you know, there's quite a few uh, um, cool um not quotes. Cool, uh, you know. They're cool quotes, too. There are cool quotes. But I was talking about uh, trivia and stuff. So I've got a couple if, if you want me to uh, read them. Oh, yeah, sure. I might have one or two, maybe. Okay, so during the parade, several of the people seen dancing, including the construction worker and the window washer, originally had nothing to do with the film. Uh, they were simply dancing to the music being played, and John Hughes found it so humorous that he told the camera operators to record it. Oh. Huh. Well, that so, explains why the construction... I, yeah. I remember looking at the construction work, like, what is he doing? It looks like he's yeah. having a stroke right there. Aw. Let's see. Uh, Cindy Pickett and Lyman Ward, uh, they played Ferris's parents, uh, married in real life after filming this movie, uh, they later divorced in 1992, though, so oh. it wasn't that long. Because the movie came out in 86. It wasn't a fairy tale. Um, mm. uh... No. Let's see here. To produce the desired drugged-out effect for his role as the drug addict in the police station, Charlie Sheen stayed awake for more than 48, 48 hours before the scene was shot. Nice. Plus, he was Charlie Sheen, so let's be real. He was probably on drugs anyway. Oh, yeah. He didn't need to prepare for the role and just no. be yourself, man. Right. Now, this is kind of interesting. John Hughes told Ben Stein, who had a degree in economics, to present an actual economics lecture in his scenes. Hence, nothing Stein, Stein says, aside from the roll call, is scripted. <laughs> so, I could see that. Ben Stein is one smart dude. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of sad. Even though they played siblings, Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Grey would later become engaged after this movie. Tragically, approximately a year later, after Broderick finished uh, filming Biloxi Blues and before Grey's premiere for Dirty Dancing, the couple was involved in a fatal crash in Ireland, uh, where the passengers of the other vehicle, a mother and daughter, died in the accident. Jeez. Right? Good lord. I guess they weren't found like any sort of criminally uh, 
No, I guess not. Negligent or anything. Yeah. God Um, dang. Let's see. The script of Ferris Bueller's Day Off took only six days to write. Which, that must be nice. Yeah. Now, this is kind of cool. After working together on Weird Science, uh, John Hughes offered Bill Paxton the role of the garage attendant. Um, Huh. However, Paxton turned it down because he felt the role was too small. He admitted that he regretted turning it down because Hughes never offered him a role again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that, man. That might have been a dumb thing to do. I it mean, was a small role, but... Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe he didn't because this was, this was pretty early on in his career. But... I mean, well, Bill Paxton did fine, though. Yeah, he did fine. <laughs> he should have done the role anyway. Yeah. Because it's John Hughes. True. I and mean... That, that was huge in the 80s. Oh, God. John Hughes movies are great. Oh, I know. It's a shame he passed in 2009. I know. Uh, Mia Sarah uh, beat Molly Ringwald uh, to the role of Sloane Peterson because, according to John Hughes, she had elegance. But according to Ringwald, John went, let me do it. He said that that part wasn't big enough for me. Huh. So. Interesting. Let's see. In the film, uh, Ferris and Cameron are supposed to be 18 years old and Sloan 17. In reality, Matthew Broderick was 23, Alan Ruck was 29, and Mia Sarah was 18. Oh, yeah, that's right. You remember you telling me about that before mm-hmm. we started watching the movie. I thought this was kind of an interesting thing. So according to in, to the Inside Story uh, documentary, Charlie Sheen's character's name is actually Garth Volbeck. Yeah. Uh, there was going to be a whole backstory to his character and family. It was also revealed that the Volbecks was the family to whom Ferris's mom was showing the house in her job as a realtor. Um, if you look closely, the tow truck that towed Rooney's car was from Volbeck's wrecking service. Also, huh. a deleted backstory shows that Ferris and Garth were friends in the eighth grade. Garth's family's pretty messed up, and Ferris tried to help him and be his friend, but Garth eventually dropped out of high school and wound up in the police station next to Jeannie. That's why Ferris is so intent on giving Cameron a good time. He blames himself for not helping Garth enough when he could. Oh, wow. That would have been kind of interesting. Right? I wonder why they cut that out, maybe for time or something. Probably for time. Hmm. <laughs> when Grace uh, says he's a righteous dude, it was not in the original script. Uh, Edie McClurg ad-libbed it in her best Chicago accent. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I like I like uh, I like Edie McClurg. She's she's funny. Yeah, this is probably going to be like the last fact that I read, just because there's so many of them. Oh yeah. Um. Let's see. Most of the license plates are all abbreviations for titles of films by John Hughes. So the mom's was VCTN, so for like National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, Jeannie's was TBC for The Breakfast Club. Uh, the dad's was MMOM for Mr. Mom. And Rooney's was 4FBDO for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So the exception is Cameron's father's Ferrari, uh, which the license plate says uh, Nervous. Oh, yeah. So, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. (laughs) Oh, and you had a point, too. So, Ferris laments not having his own car. However, he owned a synthesizer, which in 1984 cost $8,000. Oh, yeah. Which, 
For $8,000 in 1986, you'd be able to get a really nice car. Heck yeah. Back then, for sure. Could have bought a brand new something, for sure. <laughs> right? I mean, I don't know necessarily like a Mercedes or anything, but right. good lord, you could have had a brand new maybe Nissan or something like that. Exactly. I mean, cars were, it's 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 almost depressing mm-hmm. how cheap. And incomes were not... The economy was pretty strong back in the 80s. It was, But yeah. things were a lot cheaper because incomes, you know, cost of living and, and that crap, you know, incomes go up, cost of living goes up, this, that, and the other. Right. But it's still just so depressing how cheap <laughs> cars and houses were back in the 80s. I know. So very depressing. I know. But I had just, I had one little thing. Oh, okay. I guess I'll... I'll just kind of talk about it real quick. That's fine. Um, it's an interview that Ben Stein did, actually. Okay. I really like Ben Stein. I don't oh, know. I he's, do too. He's a cool guy. He just seems... I mean, unless there's some stuff that I just have never heard of or known about, he seems like a down-to-earth guy. Right. Like, just, you know, what you see is what you get sort of person. Oh, yeah. Which I, I really like, especially when it comes to people in Hollywood, because so many times people in Hollywood become just such arrogant little jerks yeah for sure you know um anywho this is just kind of like it's in my i got it off of internet movie database okay i don't really know where the exact actual exact source was from but it's an interview with ben stein he's just talking um ben stein was exceptionally moved by this film calling it the most life-affirming movie possibly of the entire post-war period this is to comedies what Gone with the Wind was to epics, Stein added. Wow. It will never die because it responds to and calls forth such human emotions. It isn't dirty. There's nothing mean-spirited. There's nothing sneering or sniggering about it. It's just wholesome. We want to be free. We want to have a good time. We know we're not going to be able to all our lives. We know we're going to, we're going to have to buckle down and work. We know we're going to have to eventually become family men and women and have responsibilities and pay our bills but just to give us a couple of good days that we can look back on nice i thought that was kind of yeah i thought that was kind of interesting right um that's all i got actually (laughs) what you said about the um uh inside story oh about the volbex that was my other one i thought that was so cool (laughs) yeah and i forgot about inside story oh i know right i used to watch that all the time yeah So, let's see. We already own this movie, but I looked it up. Um, You can basically get this on any of the streaming services for, you know, like a small fee. Yeah. Type of thing. Um, So, I believe next week we're going to be doing another Matthew Broderick movie. Election. Yeah. Yep. With uh, Reese Witherspoon, Matthew Broderick, uh, Chris Klein, I believe. This is one that neither one of us have seen. Yeah. This is one of my... Google picks. Yep. One of my random Google picks. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, um, if you guys could please rate, review, and subscribe. Yep. Um, if That'd you, be great. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions for us, you can email us at breakdownfromthecouch at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess that's it for now. Yeah. Um, we will have another episode for y'all next week. Yep. Oh, and also, uh, uh-huh. just real quick. Um, go to ageofradio.org. Okay. Um, find our uh, podcast page there. You can check out other podcasts that ageofradio.org yeah. um, has. And then there's the Bazaar, where all of our sponsors 
uh, are located at. You mm-hmm. can shop them, buy stuff. Yep. All that good junk. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye.